0: For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Rev. Romeo Siaw Mensah of the Macarius Church at Ghana. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. We are
1: gathered here with expectations. We are ready to receive. Ask
2: God to speak to you personally and pour His Spirit upon you give you understanding, help you to become a better Christian, a useful Christian, a fruitful Christian. Pray that Lord, make me a fruitful Christian, a fruitful Christian. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. Father, we thank you for this tonight. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We acknowledge your very presence in our midst. For the Bible is clear that where two or more people meet in the name of Jesus, there you are in the midst. So we know you are already here. You are our teacher. You are our counselor. You are the revealer of the truth unto us. And so tonight, we open our hearts. We open our ears. We open our eyes. We are yearning, for Lord, to fill us with your spirit. That will make us true disciples of Christ. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated, hallelujah. Amen. Can you lower yourselves, please? You can play by lower it. Amen. Well, today's date is 12th of May. Hallelujah. Yesterday or two days ago was Institute Annabelle's birthday. Today is Archbishop Duncan Williams' birthday. And two days to come will be the birthday of our Father Bishop Duncan (laughs) Williams. Amen. And so, hallelujah. All of us must be praying for him. It's very important to always pray for your pastor. But the longer he lives, the better it is for you to receive from him. Isn't that true? Yes. So we are all praying that God will make him live beyond 100 years. Yes. Amen. Amen. You know, last Tuesday we prayed about Enoch who walk with God. Bible says because his life pleased God. He didn't even see death. He didn't see death. His life was so full of God that death was afraid to take him. There was so much of God in him that nothing could kill him. So God has to translate to him and say, "Brother, what are you saying to Hallelujah. So it's a very powerful thing that we all have to pray that God will give him long life, so that he can be a blessing unto not only us but that many generations, even yet unborn, will come and still experience the power of God that God is using him to do in this world. He is of a kind, a special kind, and he needs to be preserved. And his seed must be also preserved. Amen. Amen. And so we should all remember, we are going to pray for him, that God should keep him and preserve him. And give him a the, the long life of, you know, Enoch was the one who gave birth to Methuselah. The power of God was so strong in him that his first child was 900 and something years, 969 years. The second one was about 700 and something years. The third one was Noah. He was also about 600 and something years. It was after Noah that sin multiplied in the way that God reduced the number. So you can see that. There was a kind of divine nature in him, or so much that as for him, no sickness could enter in his body and stay there. So he couldn't; he could not be killed. God has to translate him. Is it a powerful prayer to pray? So, anything you see in the Bible, you can claim for it. Do you know that? So let's pray. And claim that God will give him the anointing of Enoch. Like he will be pleased. He will please God. And he will walk with God. And God's nature will be so strong in him. That he cannot even die. is that a powerful thing? Stand to your feet and let's pray for him. Father, we pray for our bishop. We pray for Bishop Duncan Williams as he celebrates his 64th birthday today. Two days to come, it will be a ten of our father, the bishop. We pray for him, Lord. That like no Enoch,
1: he will be walking with you. We pray for him. We pray that, Lord,
2: that like Enoch, will be pleasing you. He will not be pleasing men, but he will be pleasing unto you we pray around like Enoch he cannot even see death there is something on Enoch that, enabled him, that he couldn't be killed he couldn't die he had to be translated that anointing has ever lived on earth before we pray for that reintroduction of that anointing even upon our father Bishop Dar, that he will not see death he will not see death that he will be translated like Enoch he will be pleasing you with his life. He will be pleasing you so strongly, so greatly. You will love him. You will walk with him. He will please you. You will have favor of him. You will like him. You will walk with him. You bless him. Your nature will be in him so strongly that he cannot die. He will not die. He will not die. For enough didn't see death. Enough did not see death. Enoch did not see death. And so we pray that he will not see death in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Bible said, in Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. Bible said that by faith, verse 4, verse 5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found dead because god has translated him for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased god hallelujah he pleased god he had this testimony enoch had the testimony that he loved god he pleased god so much that god's nature had failed from the crown of his head to the soul of his feet, So no sickness could enter him. Even Satan when he saw him, he was afraid. Death saw him said, this is how we don't touch. You see, until God decides to take you, me, I can't touch you. Lift up your hands and say, Lord. Lord. Our father, our father, Bishop Dad. Give him the nature of Enoch.
1: Give him the nature
2: of Enoch. Let him please you. Let him please Let him have this testimony before you. Let that he pleases you. That he pleases you. He will be translated. He will be translated. We, pray, we pray, O Lord. He will not see death. He will not see, see death. As Enoch didn't see May death.
1: May he also not see death. Also also see whatever
2: death. that you put into the body of Enoch, that his body could not be destroyed
1: by death,
2: by, death.
1: by, sickness. by,
2: sickness. by sickness, by disease, by disease by the the evil touch by by any arrow of Satan that that he will not kill him we pray for that anointing to come upon our father Bishop that that Lord fill him him with the Enoch's anointing fill him with the Enoch's anointing that he shall not see death
1: but he will be translated but he will find favor with you pleasing
2: you walking with you Loving you. loving you carrying the nature of God the nature give of him God.
1: divine, nature. Giving divine not nature. nature not human nature use him Lord,
2: use him, Lord to affect many generations, generations. that are children yet not yet born may they, may, may they come, see come and see him they, they come and may they, they come and experience the anointing and the teaching of be his be life of bless him Lord even Lord. as they celebrate this birthday. Even as he
1: Make him great, Lord. Make him great, and prosper
2: Lord. him abundantly. Let, let the works of his enemies
1: be destroyed. But let his home let always be exalted. Let the anointing be upon him, Lord.
2: Anoint him fresh oil. Anoint him in fresh oil. Renew him every day. Stronger and stronger every day. Taking over territories all over the world. Every country in this kind of world, give him a heart, a place where his seed shall be planted,
1: a place where his
2: seed shall be planted, a place where his seed shall be planted. Shall
1: be planted. Shall be planted. That all over the world,
2: you will see lighthouse churches, UD churches, all over the world.
1: May he see all
2: our churches before you translate him from this earth.
1: May he see all our churches before you translate Thank him from you, me. Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
2: For the hands your prayer. In, in, prayer. Jesus
1: name. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Grab your hands
2: God. Lord. Please be seated. It's a powerful prayer to pray for our Father. Amen. Amen. Now, that's the first thing we are supposed to do. The second thing we are supposed to do for him in this birthday celebration is to win a soul for the church. For him, that's a gift everybody is supposed to bring to him. Hallelujah! This is a powerful gift. Who you? a new church member. We are looking for members. Everybody is going to so on Friday we are joining Macaro Center for a one day crusade. Wow. Amen. Wow. A one day crusade. And so the 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 venue has not yet been opened, but I'm sure by tomorrow it will be announced, it'll be put on the platform. So we are all gathering by seven thirty. I'm sure it's around. We'll have it around the area. So all of us must make up our mind to be part of it. When we put it on the platform, don't sit down in your house watching. Kung you are Chinese in your country, French, in your country. Indian in your country, Let's go and gather the souls for the Lord. Say amen. Hallelujah. It's important that we win souls for him. Amen. Amen. And so tonight I want to share a few thoughts of the word of God to encourage all of us to do something for the Lord. There is this book that is called Attempt Great Things for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, mommy, why are you? Wow. It's powerful, great. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, that's good. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter ten.
1: Wow. You
2: we are, we are welcome, Lady Pastor. We are waiting for that, so we are not started preaching. So we are, we are, so are Hallelujah. Yeah. Attempt great things for the Lord. Tell your neighbor, attempt great, attempt great things for the Lord. Try and do something for the Lord in your lifetime. Do, do you understand? In your lifetime, Christy, try and do something for the Lord. Something, attempt. Attempt something that will be a memorial for you. On Sunday, we learned about certain women who follow Jesus Christ. It's not true. You could see that women also attempted to do something for the Lord. So, it is not only men. Everybody must attempt to do something for God. In your lifetime. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. Brother Maxwell and his wife is also here. Clap for powerful. Attempts. attempt great things for the Lord. You know? When you read the Bible, sometimes you think that the people who were living were only the people in the Bible. But, but it's not like that. There were people were plenty of people were living like we are living them. But it is only those who made attempts to do something for God. Whose names are recorded for us to read. David, Solomon, Josiah. Everybody who tried to do something for God. Was able to get his or her name recorded in the Bible for us to read. But those who didn't bother to be interested in the things of God, they came, they lived, they died. We didn't know what they they left on earth for anybody to know. Do do you understand? Yeah. When Peter was called from fishing to join Jesus Christ, there were a lot of fishermen also there. We don't know their names. It was the one who decided to attempt something to support this Jesus Christ who was walking on the street. Well, he said, follow me. Let's go and fish for men. And he made an attempt to follow him to just for three years or so. That's what today we talk about Peter. Hallelujah. So I want all of us to know that in your lifetime, you see, the story of the rich man and Lazarus. The Bible says that Abraham told him that in your lifetime in your lifetime You're only eating and drinking. How can you in your whole lifetime be eating and drinking? It is in hell that he started telling people that, oh, somebody should go to my father's house and go and preach to my brothers for me. See, when he was alive, that was the work he should have been doing in the midst of his riches. He should have thought of also trying to do something for God, bringing souls to God. But he didn't know the importance of all these things until when he went to hell, it was then that he was recommending that they should send people to his father's house and go and evangelize. It's like, if I have the chance to go back to, my, 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 to the world, I will start evangelism from my house. So, ladies and gentlemen, young men and young men here, listen. Make attempt to do something for God in your lifetime. Hallelujah. And your name will be forever blessed. God is going to bless you in this life and Bible says in the life to come. So that you see that your life has not been wasted at all. There are, there are, there are thousands of accountants in this area. I have so many of people who live in this area. Big cars and all kinds of things. Do you know them? But they said an accountant who is preaching, you know him as a pastor in this place. So if nothing at all today, and you remember that, Oh, one when in my life, I said, oh, there's this man, he was once a pastor in a branch called Ajiringano. Yeah. That's an attempt. Yeah. Where I came from, you cannot erase the, the, my history there that I planted a church there. See, it's, a, it's an opportunity to do something for God. When I consider some of my friends who left here and went to America and went to UK and went to... I come around and said after 30 years, there is nothing written about their, their, their story. Yeah. All that is that they have been living all this while. Yeah. But what they have used their life to do, I don't know. Yeah. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But I realized that my 21 years of three here without even traveling anywhere, there is something that has been added to my need. I, 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 I'm a reverend minister. I've touched many people's lives. What in heaven is a big blessing home. It's a big blessing. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage everybody who is here. Don't just come sit down and then we talk with the feeling. For me, I know that everybody who is here, the Lord is raising you as a great champion in future. Yeah. Everyone who is listening to me today, you may think that oh, I don't have anything. The seed I'm sowing to you, a day is coming, you'll be called a bishop, a pastor, a reverend minister, apostle, evangelist. All of you, including you, are looking at my face as if you are not interested in ministry. The spirit of God will be open. one day. You see yourself that you are a lady pastor preaching, or maybe a wife to a bishop. And then you remember that, hey, when I was a young girl, there was a certain pastor being in Nigeria. where we used to stay. A pastor called Pastor Robert. He used to teach me all this. But I was looking at you. I thought I wouldn't be. Before you know, you are standing here preaching the gospel with your husband. Because the seed I'm sowing to you, that is what we call the outpouring. Seed. I'm pouring the seed into your life. And the seed will never die. The seed I'm planting to you, it will never die. But it shall grow up. And you see that you have become a tree of righteousness. Hallelujah. Every one of you, you are receiving that grace. Every one of you. Some of you will be ministering somewhere in foreign land. But this seed I'm planting into you. Amen. So, one of the topics that is important is that attempt to love God. Attempt to what? Love God. How many are going to attempt to love God? Amen. What does it mean to love God? Eh? In Luke chapter ten, watch it. In Luke chapter ten, verse number twenty-five. Luke ten twenty-five. Bring the scriptures, please. Attempt to do what. Love God and love your neighbour. Okay. okay, attempt to love God and love. God. And behold, a certain lawyer, somebody say a certain lawyer, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what should I do to inherit eternal life? I want to be useful to God. I want God to recognize me and make me important both here on earth and in the world to come. So that even if I'm dead, I'm dead and gone. My name can be a point of reference. I want that eternal life, eternal name, eternal significance. So what should I do? How many want to know become, have eternal name? Eternal, your name is eternal. I become Because you have become useful, you have done something, so you have become eternal. Today, we have Bishop Idahosa. He's dead and gone, but his name is still there. It will can never be raised. Peter, James, John, all those people, they are there. Thousands of years, but their names are there. They have eternal reference. Do you understand? Yes. So what should I do to have this eternal relevance? What can you do to have eternal relevance? Who can... A lawyer, a one who knew who knows the law. He studied the law. Now listen to what Jesus Christ said. And Jesus said unto him, "What is written in the law? You are a lawyer. <laughs> so the answer is that, what is written in the law for you? You you say you are a lawyer. He uh, he didn't ask me any question beyond what he knows. You right. are a member of this church. What should I do to make? my name relevant, what is written in the knowledge and the teachings we teach in this place? We are not going to ask you. you Sometimes when you go to exams, you can prepare. But the lecturer will bring another subject which you didn't study. or He he didn't even teach you. So it becomes difficult to answer that question. It's not true. But what about the question, the the subject that you have studied yourself? You you have not graduated in it. You are a lawyer. So God will never ask you to do anything that you don't know. He, and, 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 if God wants to do anything with you, he wants to teach you first. And he knows that he has fed you with it. Are you here we have gone home. So he said unto him, what is written in the law? How read it down? She said, As some do on Robert but I wouldn't know how relevant it is in your life. Are you here? Yes. There's a difference between reading and applying. Sometimes we can read because we can read because we can we have we have we have learned alphabet the with, for two accounting this is so it's easy to read because you, you can read English is not true but you don't understand the line the concept so as you read what do you understand by what you are reading Okay now listen to what the guy said and he answered said unto him Thou shalt love. Have you seen it? What should I have to do eternal life? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. And with all thy soul. And with all thy strength. And with all thy mind. Your mind. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. A lawyer. He wrote the exams perfect pass it. He was able to quote the, the point, point to one. Love the Lord with all thy hearts. The first thing is that your heart must love God. Many of us, our hearts doesn't, don't, which one is it? Our hearts don't love God. or Our hearts doesn't love God. And you know, I'm Okay. Listen. So, your heart, Because Bible says God is a spirit. And those who watch my God spirit. And the spirit is your, what is in your heart that God. Bible says man look at outward appearance. but God look at your heart. Many of you, you are happy to come to church on the week. Our pouring service we pour. Prayer we pray. Lay in the hands we lay. By Saturday we say we are going for evangelism. Your heart say me, I'm not part of it. So with our mouth, eh? Maxwell, with our mouth we say we love God. But when it comes to come and let's go out, it means that your heart is not in what you are doing. Because Bible says where your heart is, your treasure is, your heart will also be there. If truly you love God, you will be here. Hallelujah. So the first test of your love for God is the state of your heart. Say amen. amen. Ladies, it's not true. When you see a guy, you love him. It's not your heart. That's why you say he has broken your heart because he has disappointed your love that you love him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, you love the Lord with all your soul, your passion, your feelings. You use it to love God. Amen. Amen. Number three, test of your love is your strength. Your strength. How do you, what do you use your energy to do? As you are here, you are strong. Young man, what do you use that energy to do? You use the energy to smoke, to drink, to just play football, to just do arguments. Or oh, some of you, the guys, they use it for sex. It's like you can go five francs. And so what? What do you get from that? You are wasting that energy. That strength must rather be you can preach for three hours on your feet. Hallelujah. Because you need strength to be able to preach. You need strength to visit, go up and down, sharing tracks and all kind of things if you are sick you can't do these things so when you have your strength what do you use your strength for hallelujah and number four he that and, and number four your mind your mind must be full of God many of you when if we open your mind now Jack there is no one line of God inside it no scripture you can't memorize one scripture if you cannot memorize a scripture, it means that you don't have the word of God in you. Because your meditation is not on God. David said that thy the, 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 the counsel is my meditation. I meditate. When you sleep like this, your mind must be thinking about the teachings you heard. The message you heard. How can I become what word reverend is saying? As you are thinking about that. The Bible said that when Mary... Got pregnant, and he told Joseph that I am pregnant. He decided to leave him here. So, Bible says, as he was see, it was a concern. So she started thinking about that. As he was thinking about that, an angel appeared to him and said that uh, Joseph, the thing that has happened to Mary is not her fault. So don't worry, marry her. See, it is what you think. But in person they they it's not true. So when you are thinking about something, God brings you revelation in the night. So if you are thinking about God, God will bring you revelation. that's why many of your dreams are foolish dreams. because your mind is not full of God. Today, from today, you are receiving godly revelation. You are going to have visions and dreams because as you are sleeping, there is a line of scripture that you are meditating, meditating, and thinking of how great how God, God is a great God, can bless me, God can make me bless. see, as you are thinking, God, the angel of the Lord will bring you solution and direction. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Are you understanding the lawyer's answer? Amen. And this is what is written in the law. So he knew, the, and then that shall love the devil's answer. So five points. Five lawyer. O suan die che kan number one, number two, number. Th- there are some people. What number yah is under here, Mister O? O ti wun I am Because I didn't know boy. Yeah, pa 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 pa. Most was sorry. Hey, this is our way. Well, we are welcome, baby. I trained a two sharp. <laughs> but some of us, Jack. It was a whole bread you <laughs> are receiving quick understanding. So you see, he was a smart lawyer. So he gave an answer very perfectly. Okay? Uh-huh. Now watch. Verse number 28. And his, Jesus said unto him, Excellent. Excellent. You are excellent thou has answered right this do and thou shall live that's going to do because you know it all the point you have quoted you have written it is very excellent so clap for you you are done well he said that knowledge listen say that knowledge that you have now it's not just book knowledge go and do it do it so other people know that all these five points should manifest in your life. Yeah. So the lawyer was happy that he has, even Jesus Christ has cried for him. Now verse twenty nine. That's where the cracks of the matter come. Okay. But he, willing to justify himself, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus. And who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? Because as for your yourself and God, it is easy to do it. But what about my neighbor? I think he was not too sure whether. Because you see, at that time, there were Jews and Samaritans. True Jews and those who are because are descendants of Jacob. All right, but these were a corrupted version because David's line, uh, Judah, no Judah, his seed was David, but the other eleven tribes, ma, are more corrupt. or more. So God decided to reject them. Do you understand? That is what in John chapter four. The woman of Samaria, the Bible says, the woman of Samaria, he said that our father Jacob, he gave her this water to drink. So they were part of the 12 tribes of Jacob. But that they have polluted themselves with intermarriages to other Canaanites. So God decided that I'm not going to accept you people as part of true Jews. And so when Jesus Christ came, the Samaritans were like rejected Jews. Okay? And then the true Jews were the one who were the descendant of David. So, the guy was from the descendant of David. So, when Jesus asked the question, he asked Jesus, "Who is mine?" Because because they were living together. They were living together. They were even as a If you go to Israel, Jerusalem, there are Muslims and Christians who live in Jerusalem. Yes, Muslims. So Friday, you see that they are going from to the other state. In fact, there is a, a building there. You see, if you see Jerusalem, you see a black you like that. Doom. It's a black doom. It belonged to the, the Arabs. They said that's where uh, what do you call it? Muhammad died. So they are built but Jews also claimed that that's where Abraham also. So they are, everybody claimed that thing. In Jerusalem, it's still there. Okay. So he said, that who is my neighbor? Willing to justify and say, and who is my neighbor? Now watch. We are talking about loving God and loving his, his, your neighbor. And Jesus answered, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. Hallelujah. Are you here? Are you listening? A certain man did what? Went down from Now watch it. A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. Geographically, when you go to Israel, you see that Jerusalem is like a brick. You climb the hills like that, like that, and like there's that. a very long hill before you. And as you climb the, sea, the hill, you see the city there. So to, But Jericho was like. Do you understand? Uh, down. See, so, uh, let's say you means about. There's a big distance between them. It's about uh, an hour journey. It's about an hour journey between Jericho, because when we went to Jericho la- last year, the last two years, last two years, last two years, two thousand and eighteen, we went to Israel. We went to Jericho where the sycamore tree where the, this guy climbed, Zacchaeus climbed. It is still there. A, a copy is there. Sycamore tree. You'll be there very soon, Jesus. There. Hallelujah. So watch it. Bible said that he went down. So like somebody who is in a, uh, living in a Abri was coming down, 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 down to Aymenza. You can see the hills and the valleys and this. So the passing through that road in those days was very risky. Even now. So you could see that there were a lot of danger on that road. So, the man came down from Jerusalem to Jericho. I need to understand also, let's say geographically, but spiritually, spiritual significance of this line is that Jerusalem represents a place where there is a presence of God. A covering of God. A city of God. Let's say a church. So, somebody was a member of a church decided to go down to the world. So, all the grace and the glory around him or her life, as he decided to go down, he lost all those things. And that is why he became a target for somebody to attack. So, when you were in church and you decide to backslide, you are manifesting this person's life in you. Because now, Whatever is supposed to cover you in Jerusalem, Jerusalem is a city covered and protected by a big wall. So immediately you leave Jerusalem out of Jerusalem and you come out of the gates. Your life is in danger. And so many people's lives are in danger because many of our friends that we used to be with this church, some of them have backslided. So they have moved from Jerusalem. Now they have found themselves in Jericho. So the coverings, the divine protection, the glory, the blessings have they have moved out of it. Sometimes you know, when you, it, see, it is easy to take your back and say, I'm going. But what you don't know is that there's a spiritual covering that you are moving out. It's like marriage. Immediately you take your back and say, I am leaving this marriage. The, the, the covering of God for your life is removed. So you are in danger. Whether you going for your former boyfriend or going for your former girlfriend, you are in danger. Because there is a divine covering of the agreement you have signed with your wife. That is why when you leave a church, you see, when a church like UD, we are like Jerusalem. When you move out of that system, you see that immediately because Jerusalem is up there and Jericho is down here. So it is easy for you to look up and say that hey, this person is a bad person because you, you can see from somebody's above you, you can see his buttocks. It's not true, and that is where Satan will begin to use and attack the person. But see, when you were with the system, you couldn't see it because there was love, there was divine protection, there was grace, there's glory around you. So there was a job hallelujah. So the Bible said as he went down from Jerusalem, never move out of your Jerusalem that the God has planted you. Anybody watch it. Anybody who backslide you see that your life becomes destroyed. Anybody if you like to coming to church today within one week you go back to sin. Because there's a, that covering is removed. This many people don't know. So when he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho Bible said that and he fell among thieves. That's the first risk that you come out. Immediately you move out of Jerusalem. Jerusalem has a gate around everybody who is there. When you move out because already the thieves are, want to find a way to come into the city to come and steal. Yeah. And I mean, What do you expect them to do? What do you expect them to do? What do you expect them to do? Already, crowd, sorry. If you send your mom for how i be. I'm I'm your you. kasan Yes, already they are looking for you. But anytime they come and I say, "Oh, sorry," anytime they come say, "You are in church," you are you are in choir, sir. you are in the dancing star. You are so then, they, they are finding the, the difficult jumping to the city. But when you get offended and you leave the place, immediately thieves. The, don't enter. What does Jesus say? A thief comes not to. To steal, to kill, to destroy. So, anytime you meet thieves, you must know that your life is in danger. And thieves are always looking for opportunity to strike. That's why everybody is afraid to walk in the night. But you know that you may meet a thief somewhere. Hallelujah. So, he left Jerusalem and immediately he fell among thieves. We stripped him of his raiment. And the first thing Satan tried to do is that all your righteousness is removed from you. Yeah, because when you were in church, because you keep coming to church, even if I'm proposed to I'm afraid. But now that you say you are still going to church, immediately every righteousness garment you are wearing has to be removed. So that we can, we can begin to sin. Because when you are righteous, you can't sin. So they have to remove that garment. Of holiness righteousness because that is, that is that's how you become sinful it's not true yeah. you used to be afraid of women because you are Christian but immediately you fall you see that your feeling has come so the righteous garment, you know a man will prevent yourself not to have sex with another opposite sex you know, it's removed Satan has removed it you have become naked so you don't value righteousness anymore you don't value it anymore. Whether 25 men will sleep with you, you don't care because you are looking for money. Your righteousness garment has been removed. The, the, the Satan is looking for you. And there are people whose righteousness garment has been removed. That's what it means that we can say that they are backslided. Anytime you talk about anything, called, so, hey, it's, it's okay. Because the garment is not there is no more. Hallelujah. Yeah. And when they removed the garment, the Bible said they wounded him. They wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Listen, young men, this message I'm preaching to you, many of you will remember in your lifetime. That any time you move out of God's presence, Satan will destroy your life. He will destroy your life. And that is why we are talking about love for God and love for your neighbor. So the the, the guy asks, who is my neighbor? So Jesus is explaining who a neighbor is. And so we've this story, are you here of God? Are you understanding the preachers I'm preaching to you? Who is my neighbor? Your neighbor was the one who you were with in church, but today he's no more in church. He used to be in Jerusalem with us. But today he's no more in Jerusalem. He was going to Jericho. He has suffered on the way. He has looked down there half dead. Now watch it, the next one. The Bible says that, and by chance, that means that at least somebody passed by seeing whether you he can help the guy to return to Jerusalem. So by chance, a certain priest came that way. And when he saw him, he passed by the other side. Hey. 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 To backslide, is not easy. That is why when people see you, you now, your, your friend that you were in choir, when they see you, you say, hey, this lady. Hmm, they leave you. Sometimes you want somebody to even to chat with, to encourage you, but when they see you, you know, hey, are you? So, but this guy used to be my friend. Yes, he used to be your friend when you were in Jerusalem. Not when you were out of Jerusalem. Please listen carefully. Young people. The day I will see you when you are not a Christian anymore, you will be shocked that I will pass you by. Maybe that's the critical moment you need my help. The priest looks somewhere. The next one, watch it. He passed by the other side. And likewise a Levite. Another shepherd is to chumu.
1: Shepherd.
2: shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> then you were thinking, that, oh, this man, master, there at least minister oh, me or be, 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 back back went so, as the guy was sleeping there, none of ah never. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Because we were all in Jerusalem, and now what they were coming up money, when when they bring to every as a own baby. Now when you want some man, And likewise, eleven. When he was also at the place, came it's this one. This guy grabbed their MBA. He came and looked on him like Just a yeah. wabang upas. <laughs> Can I say something before you leave my world? No trouble, come on, baby. only time for you anymore. Onimbre. Hey, are you here to go home? Are you enjoying the preaching of the gospel? Yeah. Do you like reading the Bible? Yeah. I love it. But watch it. Bible said, but a certain Samaritan. Yeah. And I'll explain to you that Samaritans were people who were a little rejected. As he journeyed, he came to where the guy was. And when he saw him, when he saw him, he said, Oh. My fellow sister is here. No, 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 it cannot be. Are you sure? Is she? No, 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 it's not she. No, no, she's here. She, she looked at it. The says, I, 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 I am the one. I, I, I am the
1: one. <laughs> I am I'm the one.
2: He saw he had compassion. <laughs> He saw a fellow human being. He saw that my, uh, somebody like me is in danger. His heart moved. His heart moved. Compassion. The first thing he did was that his heart moved for the danger in which the guy's life. The Bible says he was half dead. He felt it in his heart. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. His heart moved. And watch it. The next one. And he went to him. And he bound his wounds. And pouring in oil and wine. And set him on his own car. Brought him to an inn and took care of him.
1: Wow. Clap your hands for the Lord.
2: <laughs> had compassion, number one. He went to him, number two. He poured, he bound his wounds bound his wounds. The person has suffered. What can you do to help the person and save the person's life from dying? He bound his wounds. He bound the wound because the wound might be bound to save him from dying. He poured his oil on him and his wine. It was not too expensive for him to spend money and save the situation. He poured oil. He poured Very expensive wine. Very expensive oil. He said, no problem. A human being is more than oil. When the COVID came, the president said that we know how to resist the corner, but we don't know how to save the people. He he became international star for that statement he made. The whole world was quoting him. Because see, anybody who thinks about life of a human being, to try to save it. Yeah. That's why we call you a savior. A savior. Life is more important than anything. Yeah. So, he, and he put him in his car. Somebody was bleeding. No. It will inconvenience you to take him and put him in your car. Many car owners will never put you in your car. They can hire a or taxi for you. But for them to put you in their car. go Washing and the And said listen, this is what I, this is a lesson. And he brought him to an inn and took care of him. Where is an inn? The church. This church. The only place where souls are saved and brought in is the inn here. The inn here. This is a place where the, the, the keeper of the inn has what it takes to save the soul of that dying person. He brought him to an inn. And took care of him. When you bring somebody to church, you must take care of the person to ensure that the person is established. You don't bring somebody to church and just leave him. I have to take care of the person. Hallelujah. Okay. Nicholas, are you with me, or are you are prophesying somewhere in the dream? The next verse, watch. And on the morrow when he departed, that's why he spent the person. See, Jesus is explaining what it means to love a neighbor. Okay. If we say we love, this is the things that you have to show that I am in need. Did you come to visit me? I was sick. Did you come to visit me? Did you ever bother to know my state? I'm hungry. Nobody cared. So he brought him in and the Bible in the morrow when he departed, he took out two pens and gave them to the host and said take care of him. And whatsoever about that thou spendest more when I come again I will repay thee. <laughs> Clap your hands for this Samaritan. <laughs> Hallelujah. The next verse we are closing. Now Jesus finished his story. You say you want to know what to do to have eternal life. Is not true? And he you gave answer that that shall love, that shall love, that's shall love. Jesus said, Yes, it's correct. He said, Go and do. But Bible said, Justify himself. He asked, he asked a further question. And Jesus gave him details of the further question. So when he finished, Jesus asked the guy. You say you want to know who is my neighbour so that I can love my neighbour as myself. Who is my neighbor so he described who a neighbor is to him so after the he asked him which of these three thinketh thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves who don't manifested love for my neighbor which of the three the priest who passed by the leper who came and see and then turned away Or the the Samaritans who is not even accepted personal. He knew that it was a Jew who is there. But he forgot about tribal differences. Tribal war between us. Some of you if you see certain tribe which your family say they don't like. You won't go there. So Jesus asked which one of them do you think is a neighbor? Now listen to the answer the guy gave. And he said, see he was a Jew, even to open his mouth and say, it was a Samaritan. (laughs) Do you understand? Even the word Samaritan to come out of his mouth was like stones in his mouth to see it. They said, "Well we do about the Samaritan anything so he said, he <laughs> he that showed mercy on him <laughs> Now some people can hate you I uh, said uh, How can you love your neighbor when you have such a hatred, even the name, even the tribe he comes from? So you see The Bible said, and this I said unto him, go and do likewise. So, ladies and gentlemen, attempt to love God and attempt to love your neighbor. If we say we are Christians and we love God, God has given us his standard of how to love him. To love him all your heart, your mind. That's okay. And that one, everybody here says, yes, I love God. I love God. Even that one, some of them out of the four, you don't do If You have only one. Three of them, you don't do. And then when it comes to neighbor, that one is zero. That is why we are still struggling with our church attendance. That's why we are still struggling. Because truly, Hagar, you know a brother or sister who used to be here, who used to be in Jerusalem, who was descended down to Jericho, and you know the person sometimes is going through certain challenges, but you have never bothered to go and visit the person. We pass by the houses, and then we sit down here and say we love God, and we love His Word. So tonight, the Lord is telling me to tell all of you attempt to show the love of God to a neighbor. Because 1 John said that if we say we love God and we hate our brother, the love of God is not in us. And if this is the commandment that will give you eternal life, and you don't do this commandment, it means that we are all short of eternal blessings of God. But God is telling somebody here and everybody here. There is a brother, a sister, a friend. The colleague you used to smoke with. He is still dying with smoking. Ishmael, look at how you are dancing. You have many friends who who don't come to church. Plenty of guys. Don't think that it is well with them. They are half dead if we don't have to save them and bring them to the inn, many of them are going to die. And it's a painful thing that you were with them. You move around with them, you saw them, you chatted with them, and then you pass by to church and left them over there. It was somebody who brought you in. That is why your life has changed. And we need to make sure that a lot of people are helped. To come in. Because once the person enters into the inn, the half-dead situation will change into a full recovery of every kind of attack. Every kind of recovery. Everything we can. We can recover the person. We can restore the person. We will bring the person back to Jerusalem to come and enjoy the goodness of the Lord in Jerusalem. Look at us sitting down here. Air conditioned room at this Friday, this evening. Where else would you be in equal air condition? But look at this. There is an inn. God has prepared an inn that as many as come into the inn, no matter what stage they are, the master, the surgeon, is able to bring back their life. There is nobody whose life God cannot change. The only problem is that our love for God, when we say we love God, is not true. It's not true. It's not true. Your area, how many people are dead that you have even used if you use one that you Uber to bring them to church? You come alone in your church or your car and you pass by and you see thousand and one people on the roadside who are half dead. Oh yeah, Levites. We need time for be- Almost, I know if sure. all of us have turned ourselves to be Levites we see the people every time. But God said that if somebody has not brought you in, would you be who you are today? So, you were half dead. It took somebody to have compassion on you and sacrifice his time and his energy. Paid for your transport and everything before you were established there. Joshua, remember where you used to be by this time. Many of your guys are still there, half dead. It is important for all of us to begin to bring back our brothers. Who have left jerusalem and come back to us because as long as they are not within the confines of jerusalem their lives are in danger that is why see to love means that you are going to save the person from the danger that is inside you don't want that person to die you don't want that your friend to die you don't want to die out of smoking out of drinking, out of womanizing, out of manizing. You don't want them to die. And so that hurts. that you say you love God, show it to a neighbor. Say, sister, we used to do this business, oh, but by the grace of God. We used to do this. I used to chase my collect, even move around more guys than you, what you are doing. But you see, I found a place where I've saved what my God has seen me, and I want you to come to that end where I receive my salvation. I want you to come in. And there is nobody who has been here that has not been injected by a powerful word of God that would make a difference in your life. God has anointed me by the grace of God. Anybody who comes here, there is a supernatural injection of a word when it hits you and enters into you. You know, last, last Sunday, was it Maxwell? Maxwell, he was saying something. What were you, you saying, Mr... This guy, whose father? The father of uh, the guy who dedicated a, a child. Uh, Salom. Salam's father. Salam's father, huh? Yes. Uh, he told me that he was leaving, but I should leave a message. For Don't him. talk to the church, not me. Come, stand here. stand here. Salom, father Salam was the one who did the baby, baby dedication. His father came for the funeral, for the uh, friends. Uh, Adore. Yeah. Engage. Uh, Dedication. Baby dedication. And, and so when he, the service is over, he, what did he tell you? Me, I didn't I saw him here, but I, he didn't talk to me. But he talked to you. What did he say?
1: He told me that I should deliver this message to Reverend. That
2: he really, he was really blessed by his message, and he loved him so much. Wow. Yes, that's what I should tell him. What? Where is he? He's at uh, La Paz. Is like La Paz. Yes, New boytown. New Boy Town. How, yes. how old would you think he'll be? Uh, you should be almost over 60 years. 60 years. Yes. So you see, he just came to church only once for a, for a baby dedication of his grandchild. And he said that the message he has heard, the message he has heard. Somebody who has not been to church
1: before.
2: The message that I preach, even the message I preach for women, So I wasn't expecting him to be interested in women's message. But you see, the message hit him so much that he couldn't keep quiet. But he had to give a testimony before he left. And I know that you too, the one you bring to church, the one you bring to church by the same grace of God. Because that injection that the man received shook him on his senses. He said that, no. There is something in this house. There is something in this house. There is something in the inn. I said there is something in the inn. There is something in the inn here. That is why we are looking for as many people as you, everybody will bring. So that the power of God will inject the word into the person's life. So that the person can come back from dying into resuscitation back to life and God is counting on you and me that this 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 from this Saturday we are starting from tomorrow Wednesday Thursday Friday to Saturday everybody is looking for a half dead brother or sister and whatever it takes to bring the person to church pay that price and bring it one day you see we are talking about this story 2000 years is gone. We are still speaking because the Samaritan, that's why we have the the good Samaritan. That effort, that attempt to do something for his neighbor, attracted heavily recommendation. That today we are still talking about it. I believe that the soul you bring shall stand as eternal memorial. That internally God will recognize that work, that little effort you did to bring somebody to church to bring your people who are back who used to be in Jerusalem but they have, you know them you know where they are you know what they are going through if you say you like God and you are attempting something for God you must be interested in bringing them back to Jerusalem bring them back everybody must listen and listen carefully so painful that after I've preached powerfully and anointed you, and another, many of you from from church from here, that's the end of the season. So painful. It's like And you say you love God. He says, if you love, you say, which one of you do you think is the loving of your neighbor? So that if am you are qualified for eternal life open one. What is the sign? That you love God, you only use your mouth to love God. What about your neighbor who is dying? You have received salvation; somebody has not received salvation, and you are happy walking around dancing yourself and say that you are a Christian. God is challenging every one of you. If your heart truly loves God, you will love a neighbor who is in danger. I pray that tonight the Holy Spirit will fill you and charge you as you are going back and your eyes spot anybody who is half dead you won't go by the other side you say this guy must be brought inside, I'm going to do anything to make sure that this person comes in, when the person comes in and God touches his life and he gets saved I've finished my work at least I've made attempts to show my life to God by doing loving my neighbor May the lord fill you with his spirit that from today your eyes will be scanning in your community in your area in your office Now, sometimes, why even somebody come and make a complaint about things that is going through and suffering it's a sign that immediately say this thing you are saying i think if you can go and see my pastor on sunday he can help you See, people complain, but don't join them in complaining. Hey, man, my man, day. day. Hey, hey, man, man, day. As the people are complaining, use that opportunity to say that look, there is a solution in the inn. Let's go inside the inn. When you come inside the inn, God can handle this problem for you. There's no government who can solve all our problems. They can make attempt to do something. But if you want ultimate solution and salvation for your soul, it is only when the person comes in The end, and you have a duty to bring that person to the end. And I have a duty to make sure that whatever spiritual injection and spiritual medical care I have to play my role, we will all play so that we will save the person who should have been dead if we have not neglected it. May the Lord help us! 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 To love him and to love our brothers. In Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet, everybody. Lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Give me the spirit of the Samaritan. Give me the spirit of Samaritan. Let my eyes begin to scan for people who have left Jerusalem. They have left Jerusalem. They used to be with us. They have left the gate of protection. They have left the presence of God. They have found themselves in Jericho their garment of righteousness have been removed they have turned back into smoking and to drinking into chasing things oh lord I- where my heart will begin to be to be stirred up towards our brothers who used to be with us uh, towards our sisters who used to be with us towards our friends who used to be with us uh, that today they have left their Jerusalem and they have found themselves on the way to Jericho some of them could even end up in Jericho on the way something has happened to them and they are hearted and Lord send me
1: send me send me on this occasion of the Father's Day help me we are savior, a savior, a savior of a friend who is in la A savior of a body, a savior of a soul. and this sabia, is a soul soul that is present to you, to try to you. I was a loser, rapazo, and a bask, we're of the poor. we the family of the of the 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 I have a balloon, I have a balloon, I have a balloon, I have I have a a Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. Now you see the whole story started by a lawyer who said, I want to have eternal life. I want to have eternal Relevance. I want heaven to recognize me eternally. That's the whole point. That for you, for heaven to recognize you eternally, you must be interested in bringing somebody to the end. You must show interest. You must make attempts to save a soul who is dying. That is where you have eternal. You have eternal relevance. Because see, the soul you save. Will also save another soul. And he also says. So eternally. There is a reward that accounts to your life. Any other thing you do for God. You dance. You give up. It's true. But it's good. But a soul saved for God. You have eternal relevance. Eternal. If you desire to have this eternal life eternal relevance. Desire,
1: Lord. put your hand you as a
2: Lord, I pray let my heart be have compassion for sinners. Touch my heart to have compassion for sinners. When I see sinners be my heart be touched.
0: May my heart be touched.
2: May my heart be touched. All of those who have touched for sinners to save
1: souls, oh Lord, they have eternal relevance, eternal blessing, eternal, eternal to be eternal in the kingdom of God. Eternal relevance to have eternal life. Eternal life is to win the soul, is to bring the dying soul into the kingdom. Oh your soul. So this la ba 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 ha 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 my heart ha 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 be, Let, be the Let me be Thank you. Thank you. Father,
2: we thank you. Holy Spirit will love you. For these are not the words of a man. This is the voice of God, stirring the hearts of your children. That from today, in our desire to have eternal relevance, eternal significance, this Samaritan man—the little he did—some thousands of years ago the attempt he made to save a soul has given him eternal relevance we pray lord our lives will also be used to save a soul that will give us eternal relevance in the kingdom even if the word didn't we didn't do anything on earth may everybody bring a soul that will be of eternal relevance Pray, oh Lord, that there be that outpouring of your spirits upon everyone
1: who, as we hear, has heard your word today. That that eternal life in you, eternal blessings from you, eternal relevance from you, let them not be ordinary people, but let these people be people who have eternal blessings in you, Lord, as they had their hearts attached to draw sinners who are half dead. Into
2: your house, the friends who used to be with us that has left from today. Let your their heart be touched to begin to look for them and search for them, and use every means possible against all expenditure of oil or or wine or even money or inconvenience or time. Let nothing become a hindrance, O oh Lord, as our hearts are touched to look for the loss. And draw them into your house. Let this house be a house where men and women are screaming and chasing for souls as if that they are chasing for gold. Let your heart be touched tonight. Pour upon your people that spirit of looking for the lost ships, looking for the lost, and the dead have dead people. The friends that used to be with us in Jerusalem who have found themselves. In Jericho ways. Wounded and half dead. Let our heart begin to pump for them Lord. And begin to search for them Lord. And begin to draw them into the inn. So that your healing power. Your salvation hand. Will bring them back to life again. We thank you for this touching. This powerful teaching that you have taught us tonight. May we never forget these teachings. Throughout our lives. And may we go and do likewise, even as the Samaritan has done. May we also be men and women of Samaritan hearts, that we shall also have eternal relevance in your sight. We give you all the glory and honor for this teaching, Lord, for this outpouring, Lord, for this release of power over our lives release of a heart that is stirred up with compassion to begin to draw into your house the half dead. Bless your people, Lord, even as they obey your voice and begin to bring them one after the other into the end. Bless them. Let this church grow from strength to strength. A place where many who are half dead when the time they enter Let the healing power take over and restore them and put them in positions of dignity. That they shall also become men and women of fruitfulness so that the eternal workings of the Spirit of God will manifest in our lives. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: I believe you were blessed by the message. Do visit us this and every Sunday at Ageing Hotel and Suits at at 8.30 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. God bless you.